One. I'm TJ. And I'm Will. And this is Real, Real Talk, Talk Sports. Sports. Don't have much to talk about, but there's still a few things that have been announced, including a lot of people entering the NBA draft. To start us off as usual, though, GW Sports, the baseball team 17-14, and 14, takes on Winthrop tonight, starting the three-game series here at home. So let's talk about this on baseball team. You know, at one point, after the loss to App State, they went... They were tied 14 to 14 mm-hmm. in their record. Now they've won three straight. How do they keep the streak going? No, no, well, I haven't been to uh, too many baseball games, uh, but obviously whatever strategy or whatever game plan you have, just to keep on going and just keep building up the, that momentum. I agree. Same thing. The, haven't been able to see them a lot. The last game I went to was App State. I actually will be going to the uh, baseball game uh, tonight uh, for a little bit. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I think I will, too, before going to the Big E. Yeah, me, too. The softball team plays home tonight, too, all right, on Saturday. Yep. In the three-game series against Charleston Southern. They are 20-17 and 17 with a winning record after starting out with a losing record. So now the softball team back on a roll. Anything to say about them, Will? All I can say is uh, well done to softball. Last year they struggled tremendously, but now they seem to have gotten their groove. I agree, and I'm very excited how the season's going for all spring sports, including track and field at High Point right now, their first, no, their second spring meet of the year. Now going to college basketball with men and women. First off, Villanova won the national championship over over number three seed Michigan. Villanova now has two titles in the last four years. And then Notre Dame women, who no one expected to win at all, did, came back down by 14, at halftime to beat Mississippi State at a buzzer, 61-58. to What are your thoughts on this national championship games, Will? Well, in all honesty, I was not really impressed with Villanova and Michigan. The first few minutes of it, I actually was roped into it. Like I was invested throughout a majority of it. But when Villanova started to pull away, that's when they started to lose me. The mm. women, on the other hand, actually surprised me. Because not only did we get a new national champion uh, that nobody expected, but they came back from a fairly good deficit to, in order to uh, secure a national championship. You know what's crazy? UConn women were in this one once again, two straight years. Mm-hmm. What happened to them? Uh, I guess uh, the. N- I guess uh, I wouldn't consider it uh, bad luck. It's just that uh, they were just simply outplayed. True. Notre Dame women, despite with all the injuries they had going into this year. Really played their hearts out. As for the Villanova versus Michigan, you know, I got I had Villanova and Michigan going to the Final Four. I had Michigan in the championship, not Villanova. But Michigan had a lead for a long for a while in the first half, and then Villanova just started coming right back three after three after three. Mm-hmm. So I mean, now that towards the end it didn't impress me. I just looked at the score and was like, oh yeah, Villanova's got this. Yeah. But you know, it's great because two titles in the last four years. The, their first one coming when they upset UNC at the buzzer. And now they have won another one over Michigan. Speaking of college basketball, for men, Duke, Marvin Bagley, Trayvon Duvall, and Grayson Allen declare for the NBA draft. We expected both Bagley, Duvall, and honestly, we knew Allen with him being a senior would go. Now the only person left that hasn't declared that people expect to are Wendell Carter. So if he goes, how do you think these four Duke players will do in the NBA? I think they'll do pretty uh, good. Uh, they obviously have some big shoes to fill uh, when you uh, step up from uh, college up to the NBA because 
The NBA is no tea party. We all oh, know yeah. that. Definitely. Uh, and uh, while this will leave some holes uh, for uh, the Duke men's basketball team, uh, those holes will fill up pretty quickly with all their recruits uh, that they've been signing. Oh, definitely. You know, I'm not worried about next year. We, they've got the top three recruits. But, you know, I think Marvin Bagley and Grayson will do really well. You know, Trayvon Duvall, he was an okay player here at Duke. Hopefully, maybe he'll be better in the NBA. But Marvin's definitely a great player, and I'm really excited on how these three will fare. And whether Wendell Carter goes, if he stays, I'll be very happy. If not, good luck to him. Also, Colin Sexton from Alabama declared, as well as Jerome Robinson, Kai Bowman from Boston College, Malik Newman from Kansas, and Lonnie Walker from Miami. And here's a surpriser. Campbell's Chris Clemens declares for the NBA draft. A friend of mine who I grew up with down at Raleigh is going to be going to the NBA draft after, according to him in an interview, after talking with his father and being the fourth leading scorer in the entire nation, he thought he was ready to go to the NBA. So what do you think of this, Will? I mean, Gardner-Webb, every time Gardner-Webb's played Chris, he's done very well. We've watched him before. And he would just outplay us. He would run circles around uh, the guys. You know, despite his height, I think he's a good threat to play in the NBA. I think this will show if he really means business. I mean, he's got great talent, but this is the pros. It's a huge step for him. I'm very mm -hmm. excited. What do you think? How do you think he'll fare? Well, I think he'll do uh, pretty good. Um, I'm not uh, sure. Well, his height uh, will be a bit of a factor, but he's also easily one of the quickest basketball players I've seen. Uh, and considering he's scored, what, 30 points each time we play against uh, him and Campbell? Definitely. Uh, that definitely proves that uh, he has what it takes to uh, fill in uh, a spot in the NBA. I know, and honestly, I'm very excited for him. You know, and the great thing about this, back in back in the '70s, there was a guy named Spud Webb who played in the NBA. Yep, very five foot three. The man could dunk. Chris Clemens is five foot five. He can dunk. That's another thing to watch. He's so explosive. So I'm very excited to see. And there was also and there was also Muggsy Bogues, who many consider to be well. He is good, is the shortest NBA player in history. Oh, definitely. And he was a great player. Yeah. Can't forget about Muggsy. Going to the NBA, Kyrie Irving. Sad news for the Celtics. He's out for the rest of the season after a knee injury. How do you? How does this affect the Celtics? You know, they're the number two seed right now in the playoffs. How does this affect them? That will. Uh, Yes, they are number two in the conference. They're the second overall seed. But this is going to hurt them big time in the playoffs because Kyrie has been one of the players that has been carrying the Celtics on his back. He's pretty much been the LeBron to Boston. I know that's a very weird comparison, but we all know that he was a key element to their success. Definitely, and it's it hurts bad. You've lost your leading scorer, leading assist player leading steal player and your defense one of your best defensive players and now they might win the first round i mean because they still have al horford and you know the players are still pretty good on, on the celtics even without Kyrie. but the problem is they have had a losing record without Kyrie. so even if they get past the first round they might lose in the next round with that being said regular season almost at a close playoff picture right now everybody in the eastern has been called for all eight seeds have been chosen toronto with number one celtics with two cleveland and philadelphia have the three and four but they play to not tomorrow night to decide on who will get the third seed of course we have the pacers here the heat the wizards and the bucks made a last ditch effort and got it however only three teams in the west have clinched the playoff spot 
with that being said, you look at the West, looking at the West, Will, Denver Nuggets and the LA Clippers are the only ones below the eighth seed that have a chance to get in. Everyone else is eliminated. The Nuggets and Clippers play each other tonight. Loser eliminated from playoff contention. What do you think of how the playoffs look right now, Will? Well, obviously the stakes cannot be higher. You win, you have a chance to, your your season continues, there's still hope. You lose, then you have to wait until next year. Definitely. Uh, so obviously uh, the, the race is on against uh, for Los Angeles and the Nuggets. Uh, uh, but when when you look at the Cavs and the Sixers, uh, there's uh, more to uh, that more to that than just being in the playoffs because uh, they could have a pretty good uh, seed selection in the uh, Eastern Conference to- tournament. And the Eastern Conference looks really good. You know, it doesn't look like the Cavs will be as dominant as they have been the last two years. And no. also, the Rockets being the number one seed. Not to mention Golden State without Stephen Curry. I don't know if you saw, but the clip, the Pacers killed them last I, night. I saw they won by, what, 16? Yes. No, uh, I think this is actually really good because I think we're finally getting some variety here. Oh, heck yeah. And what the big surpriser to me is the Trailblazers. You the know, trail? we, we have not heard them be talk, been talked about all no. year. Wow, that was bad. <laughs> Haven't heard them about them. Here they are, number three seed, led by Damian Lillard, who has worked his butt off. And uh, they made uh, a very good, uh, played a very good game uh, when, uh, what was it, they uh, tried to make a buzzer beater? Yes, and they went on a 15-game winning streak at one point. It was late in the season, too. Also, I look at the Jazz and the Spurs, the Spurs who are finally getting back up there. No Kawhi Leonard, still working, working, you know. Greg Popovich, once again, up for Coach of the Year. No shocker there. I mean, even if the Spurs were the eighth seed, he's going to find a way to help them get into the playoffs. He's just that kind of coach. Also, the Timberwolves, you know, I'm excited to see what they do. Yes, they may face the Houston Rockets in the playoffs, but you want to talk about a good matchup. You have Jimmy Butler versus James Harden. You also have Andrew Wiggins versus Chris Paul, and then Carl Towns Anthony versus Nene. That, That kind of excites me right there. Oh, definitely. And lastly, the Pelicans, for the rest of the season, have added Clippers' Jordan Crawford to the roster. What do you think of this one? I mean, the Clippers lost another guy. He's a great shooting guard. Now with the Pelicans. Well, the Clippers uh, obviously need to uh, fill in uh, the the spot and fast because uh, this could either make or break them. Uh, You want to make it to the playoffs, and you need all the firepower you can get. Pelicans... Uh, I think this uh, actually could help them in the near future. They need two more wins to clinch a playoff spot. They're the seventh seed. Minnesota one game behind them. Not talking about the Denver Nuggets who have to beat the Clippers or they're eliminated from playoff contention. With that being said, here's the picks tonight. Cavs taking on the Sixers. Winner gets the third seed in the Eastern Conference. The Cavs are only up half a game above the Sixers. Who wins this one, Will? This one is really tough to choose uh, because uh, both teams have played their hearts out this entire season, but the Cavs have just been kind of on and off. Uh, I mean, as much uh, as I enjoy seeing uh, LeBron go out and play and uh, just breaking all these records, it just looks like the Cavs are starting to rust here. Uh, I think they will go into the playoffs, but I don't think they'll be a top seed. I will go the 76ers in this one. Every time the Sixers have played the Cavs, they've you, they'll be they've gone up. The three times they've played them, they've gone up, and then they lose in the second half. I expect that to happen here, but I do think it'll be a very hard-fought game, you know. But LeBron has a great record against the Sixers. I don't see that changing. I'm going to go with the Cavs barely winning. 
next we have the Pacers versus the Raptors. Who wins this one? Pacers are obviously going into this game with a lot of momentum after knocking off the Warriors. Uh, but they're going to take on the number one team in the East who, let's be honest, who would have thought the Toronto Raptors would be number one in the East? I know, right? Uh, I'm just overall surprised. Uh, and I think uh, the Raptors are uh, trying to get some momentum as well. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Raptors in this one. I'm going to go with the Raptors too. I just think the Raptors are too hot right now to lose to the Pacers. The Pacers handled the Warriors. But that was without Stephen Curry. The the Raptors have all their players. Yep. Nuggets versus Clippers. Loser eliminated from playoff contention. Who wins this one, Will? The stakes have never been higher. This is your chance to continue your season. Um, I'm going to say the Nuggets win this one. Ever since the Clippers got rid of Jordan Crawford, I'm just thinking, okay, unless the Los Angeles can fill in that spot really quickly, I don't know if they'll be able to stand a chance against Denver. Who knows? They might surprise me, but for right now, I'm going to pick Denver. Also, no Blake Griffin. He's with the Pistons, who are eliminated. So DeAndre Jordan's really only a star player. Now, the Clippers have been great on defense, but the the Thunder, wow, the Nuggets... (laughs) The Nuggets here have been very impressive. I'm going to take them over the Clippers and say goodbye to the Clippers the rest of the season. Yep. Thunder versus the Rockets. This is actually a pretty good matchup. Three stars versus three stars. Who wins this one, Will? Hmm. Well, you have the number one team in the East, uh, the Rockets. Oh, geez, that's the first time in a while that we could actually uh, say that. <laughs> Taking it on against a bit of an on-and-off team like uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah. Uh, but, like you said, you know, there's a lot of star power involved in uh, this. Uh, but I think uh, the Rockets are uh, really hot right now, uh, and I think they're going to carry this all the way into the playoffs. I shall go with Houston in this one. I'm going to go with Houston in here as well. Honestly, the Thunder, they need to win tonight. A win tonight would clinch their playoff spot. If they lose, they would need they would need the Timberwolves to lose a game in order to clinch the sixth seed. Otherwise, the Pelic- either the Timberwolves or Pelicans could surpass them. I'm going to go with the Rockets, though. Going to NFL, Patriots traded Brandon Cooks to the Rams for the 23rd overall pick. The Patriots now have two first-round picks. But more importantly, the Rams have more have another great wide receiver. Maybe that'll actually work with their kind of team. Now you have Tavon Austin, Brandon Cooks, Cooper, Cup, great wide receiver, along with Jared Goff, Tarot Gurley, and let's not to mention their defense, who they've added. You know, they have Aaron Donald, of course. They've added Marcus Peters, Aqib Talib, and they added another line, really good linebacker. I'm very excited for the Rams this coming out year. What do you think about them right now? How good do they look? They obviously look good because when you look at this uh, like all-star lineup, you're thinking, okay, this could actually work. But the main focus, well, the main job is how well can the offensive coordinator work with these guys? Because uh, that's the, the your, your core right there. The offensive coordinator is in charge of uh, all these guys. Yes. I think that this is – the Rams have been making a lot of moves. The Rams are one of two teams that have really impressed me in the offseason. I think the Rams are going to be deadly next year. They actually might. Talks that the Giants could trade Odell Beckham Jr. There's a lot been a lot of controversy. The Giants said, no, we're not going to trade Odell. Then two minutes later, there's a post – from the Giants saying the Giants could trade Odell if they're given another first-round pick. Hmm. Do you think this is smart to give up Odell? Well, considering on uh, that uh, the Giants did really poorly last uh, season, uh, they only ended up with a 2-14 and record. 
Um, I honestly don't know why uh, the Giants would ever think about getting rid of their top receiver. I understand that in order to make a big impact, you need to make big moves and you need to make sacrifices. But I think this might be a little bit overdone. I really think that, you know, you keep him for another year, see how it goes. I mean, he's still one of your best players. I mean, Eli's not going to be there for long, and maybe then Odell will leave. But I don't think it's smart at the moment. And besides the controversy, it's nitpicking things right now. Yep. It's not like he was found on drugs or anything. Patriots pick up wide receiver Jordan Matthews from the Bills. You know, they lost Danny Amendola and yeah. gave up Brandon Cooks. I don't like it. I, uh, their wide receiver depth looks decent. I mean, they get Julian Edelman back, and, of course, Gronk is still there. What, what do you think about the wide receiver depth right now for the Patriots? Well, actually, since there is possible talk that the Gronk actually might get traded or even might retire. Whoa, really? Yeah. So, um, but uh, not too sure right now because uh, according to Gronk he says he's going to stay as long as Tom Brady stays. <laughs> so he's got two more years left then. Yeah. Um, no, according to Brady he's got 5. So I guess 5. Well, we'll see. <laughs> um uh, but honestly we don't know what the, the Patriots uh, are uh, are thinking here uh, cuz they're getting rid of a lot of uh, their good players. Danny Amendola is now with Miami. Brandon Cooks is now with La the Rams. Um, but, uh, I'm just going to wait and see what happens, because who knows, they actually might surprise us. Uh, however, I think uh, they're not going to be as dominant as they once were anymore. I agree with that statement, and I can't say anything else. That was just perfect, actually. <laughs> so, the NFL draft is two weeks away. Let's predict the top five picks in the draft. Who do you think are the top five players who could be drafted here? Uh, well, uh, the first overall pick to Cleveland, this was actually kind of uh, tough, because... There were so many uh, people to choose from. You had Saquon Barkley, who could actually boost up this uh, Cleveland uh, offense. But if you add in a rookie uh, quarterback, you could think, okay, this might actually work. Because you, you can also work with Deshaun Kaiser and Tyrod Taylor. Oh, he, Deshaun's not there. He got traded. Oh, right, right, right. Um, but I think if I had to pick a quarterback to go number one overall to uh, the Browns, uh, I would probably go with hmm, Josh Rosen. I could agree with that, or Sam Darnold would be okay, one of my picks. Well, Sam Darnold might be a little bit tough, considering on how many turnovers he's made during his last season with USC. <laughs> what if the Jets got him? How would you feel about that? I would be kind of disappointed. You know, there's talks the Patriots are trying to get Baker Mayfield right now. Um, I, I agree with you. I'm going to put Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold, one of those two. I think the second pick will go to Saquon with yeah, the Giants. I was, I was actually uh, I was to say that because uh, the Giants don't really have a, a solid running back right uh, now or solid running power. And I think Saquon Barkley would be a great addition. Not to mention, you think about the speed in addition Saquon could add to this. Mm -hmm. Less stress on Odell. Less chance If Odell gets injured, that's okay. You still have Saquon Barkley, who's very explosive here. I think my third overall pick choice for the Jets, I would say... Josh Allen to the Jets. Yeah, because I've been talking with my dad and my sister about this. I said, okay, what do we need from – because they want – we want a rookie – the Jets – everybody's saying the Jets need a rookie quarterback, uh, along with Josh McCown and Teddy Bridgewater. Um, and uh, when, I, when I look at the, all these uh, available quarterbacks, 
I say that Josh Allen is probably the best available QB because he has the arm and he has the like uh, the accuracy as well. Definitely, that's what you want to look for. And he doesn't turn the ball over a lot as no. well compared to Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, then let's see if the Browns have the fourth overall pick still, right? Then they if they okay, uh, let's a little a little bit of a scenario here. Say they pick Saquon Barkley number one overall. That means they could get a quarterback in the fourth pick. And let's switch that. If they get the quarterback first overall, then they could get a running back in the four, with the fourth overall pick. To me, they would probably go for defense. If Saquon is taken by the Giants because the Browns decided to get a QB, I think they would need defense. And I think they would go for Minka Fitzpatrick, okay. defensive back for Alabama, or Bradley Chubb from NC State. Actually, I have another thing that he might be likely going to be in the top five. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Let's see. That's number four. The Broncos have the fifth overall pick. Their mo- their major needs are QB, wide receiver, offensive lineman. Okay, well, hold on a second, because I actually found this out. Uh, the Broncos are actually projected to trade with the Bills for the fifth over with the fifth overall pick. Ooh. Okay, so who so, do the Bills get? Yeah. So I don't know who the Bills uh, might get. Uh, from what I, I'm going to say, Roquan Smith, uh, the outside linebacker from uh, Georgia. I like that pick. They, you're right. The Bills are either going to work for defense, and I think they need a linebacker really badly. Roquan is the dominant guy to go do the job. I agree with that. And to finish this off, other news. Connor McGregor arrested and charged for assault on a bus incident at the Barclays Center. I <sighs> Tell us why you're laughing, Will. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's just that when I mean, uh, I know Conor McGregor's a tough guy. I mean, uh, why even the like he was the uh, pretty crazy to go up against Floyd Mayweather in uh, boxing. <laughs> um, and he took one heck of a beating. Oh heck yeah! Uh, but just because you, you're a big name. That does not mean you're above the system. Especially throwing a hand dolly through the window of the bus. What? I don't know. This was just interesting, and I just couldn't help but have a small chuckle at this. I kind of laughed at it, too, because I'm just thinking, oh, wonderful. Here goes McGregor now, all of a sudden. You lose to Floyd Mayweather, and now here you are. This is what happens. Oh, it's crazy to me. With that being said, I'm TJ. And I'm Will. And this is Real Real Talk Talk Sports. Sports. See you soon.